Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hello. It's been so long. But in the grand scheme of things, it's been the blink of an eye. Yeah. Especially because this episode will air in quick succession to the previous two we recorded. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time for us. Mm-hmm. But and for you, you guys. But like two episodes ago. Yeah. So like our hiatus from releasing episodes is not going to be the same as our hiatus from recording episodes. Exactly. This is the Hopeless Writers Podcast. Oh, yeah. Hey, Megan. Yes? Go like this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is how we record. Uh, so I shouldn't just talk over the microphone? <laughs> no. Like, out in don't, the other direction? Don't just hold the microphone in front of your face and then talk out like this. <laughs> Here's some microphone etiquette. First of all, you have to use it. Mm-hmm. Second of all, speak into <clears throat> it. Oh, yeah. We got... Two screen covers now, so we don't have to switch the mic back and forth, depending on who's talking. Uh-huh. And I ha- I got like eight screen covers, because that's what they came in, and April immediately has broken the first one she put on. Because <laughs> even though it says all sizes, mm. it is not, so Mm-mm. it's like split up. I think the, the split's becoming longer, too. Oh, is it? Mm. I don't know. I think no, it's okay. the same. I, we have <clears throat> seven more, so yeah, we can go through we'll figure out how to fine. get those things on. We can put like little cuts probably that might help, like Maybe. around it. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> just cutting a hole right through it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we will be sure to post a picture on Instagram because we oh, know yeah. you guys really want to see what this looks like. <laughs> like just all up in the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the edit song? Edit song. It's a lot of vibrato and very delicate mm. harmony. Mm-hmm. So, um, this week is choose your own adventure. We choose didn't give any other stipulations. Adventure. <laughs> yes. Yep. Did April <laughs> write something involving horror or sci-fi? Probably. Did Probably. I write something involving rom-com? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Well, mine, um, because... Mine, you know, you're the one choosing the adventure. Right. So I tailored it to an adventure that I think would fit you, suit you. See, I have done the exact opposite (laughs) and chosen an inciting incident Uh that you will hate. And then I am going to cajole slash yell at you to choose (laughs) the path I want you to choose. Awesome. Not going to lie. Part of me is like, anytime she chooses something I don't want her to do, she's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I almost did that. Oh, that's great. Because I almost did something where um, <clears throat> I had like in each, each step mm-hmm. that, you know, you could choose your path. I had either like a romantic option or an oh. adventure option. And if you chose the romantic option, you just die immediately. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of fun though. Yeah, I almost did that. And then I was like, oh, I kind of want to just yeah. go where the story takes me. This gotcha. I just started writing and uh-huh. it just went somewhere. So, yeah. I did an outline first, which I don't know if that served me well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Time, time will that tell. probably helps with something like this because it's way more detailed and... Mine is much longer than my other stories. This is, is it? five pages. Wow, I'm just over two. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. I didn't go into, like, no, this is good. Mm-hmm. Have a five-page story. <laughs> I I just basically am giving you the plot points with, like, sorry. <laughs> Here I am again. Just like this. Week. Here I am again talking into April's face instead of into my own microphone. I, mean, I love it when you talk into my face, just not right now. <laughs> That's how they film every movie. Mm-hmm. People talking 
right at each other's faces. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you don't talk close. An inch. You don't realize this because of movie magic, but those actors are standing an inch apart from each other. Yeah. <laughs> Their faces are right up. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else are you going to say to cut you off? Uh, can you hear my cat eating? A little bit, yeah. I'm going to record her. She knows. Hold for cat. She's not going to pander. Hmm. Right in the left earphone. Good little crunch. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My cat, how? My cat's name is Rambo. And she is an adorable terror. She is. (laughs) She knows how to sit on command. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day, I'll tell you this quick story. <clears throat> I had worked out in the morning and I came back home and from my room, I heard her meow a hello, but she did not get up <laughs> to see me. Yeah. Normally she meets me at the door and this time I was uh-huh. just like, ah, <laughs> and I walked in and she was like sprawled out. That's really funny. Yeah. It's super cute. Um, I'll tell this story real quick. Five minutes ago, (laughs) I heard a loud thud and Megan looked to my left and screamed, Hey, get down. (laughs) I sound Australian. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, 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 Rambo. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, and I looked to my left, not knowing what, what I was going to see. And Rambo was stuck to the screen door just you know like halfway up the door probably like my height level (laughs) just frozen hanging (laughs) yeah yeah she does that pretty hilarious yeah i hope i described it well (laughs) yeah i think i think we got it all right so who's gonna go first I don't know. I feel like we should do yours first and get the energy flowing. I'm a little, I just did yoga and I'm very drained. Okay. So you're expecting me to carry the yep, energy. I need for the April first. to give us some pep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I have never been one <laughs> to uh, compensate for a lack of pep. Uh oh. <laughs> People don't go to me for pep. For pep. <laughs> I need a shot of sugar. What do I have? <laughs> you have whiskey. I do have whiskey. I mean, we could both. Just partake in, a, in a, just a bit of whiskey. Okay, hold on. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Megan is going into her bar and taking out two shot glasses. And she's grabbing some Maker's Mark whiskey. Sponsor us. What time? It is what time in the afternoon? It's 3.03 p.m. Listen, I have been drinking whiskey almost every day for the last week and a half, so... Cheers. Cheers. Oh, is that what you did? So, yes, if you've ever seen someone... Whoops. If you've ever seen someone cheers a shot glass and then tap it on the bar and then take their shot, that's a a tradition where by tapping it on the bar, you're cheersing everyone who can't be there with you. Because they're either dead or they're... (laughs) (laughs) Gone, you know? So we're cheersing... Oh, 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 you mean by can't be here with you... Yeah. Like the actual dead. I thought you meant just like everyone. I mean, it could be everyone and the dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not too clear on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's get some letters in. Yeah. Correct me. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so what are we doing first? Mine. Yeah. Because I'm compensating for your lack of pet. Please. <laughs> I'm bringing up, I'm bringing the pet. All right. So my choose your own adventure is entitled choose your own adventure. 
Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think at all about a title. I hate titles and naming things. Megan knows this, I and I agree. may have said this before. And aside from <laughs> hating titles, the other thing is April also hates other people's titles. For example, <laughs> when we wrote a... I'm going somewhere with this. We wrote a movie <laughs> script that I wanted to call The Song of Roland because our main character's oh, name is Roland. Come on. And it is the name of an epic poem. And she said, no. <laughs> that will not do in a mainstream movie. It won't. It's true. She was right. <laughs> All right. So here we go. 2,372 words. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, Megan, I called, okay, so disclaimer, Megan, I slightly, you know, like partially base this character on you. Mm -hmm. Some of these things are not outside the realm of possibility, Mm -hmm. you know, at least like initially, you know, some of your activities. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But it quickly departs. Okay. (laughs) You're, this is a prop, Megan. Okay. (laughs) I hereby renounce everything April has in her short story. (laughs) I do not support it. All right. Here we go. Okay. Megan sat alone in the steaming pile of Joe coffee shop. Oh, dear. A reference from our script. A neighborhood joint she never failed to visit each morning for her daily latte. She desperately organized her desktop just as a steaming milk almond milk latte was placed on her table. Megan looked up to find Ewan. The adorable barista whose morning shift she never failed to miss. Oh, dear. (laughs) Smiling at her. Uh, I didn't order a second latte, she said, blushing. (laughs) Don't worry, it's on me. You looked like you needed it, he said knowingly. What does that mean, she thought to herself. You and seemed to read her mind. I mean, you just looked a little overwhelmed. Not, you don't look tired or anything. There's nothing wrong with your face. Megan's expression lightened a bit. Oh, good. I'm often wondering what's wrong with my face at any given moment, she said in jest. We're jesting? Oh. <laughs> and that's where you become me a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but I don't take over. Gotcha. Ewan chuckled. Megan chuckled. He raised his hand to brush his lustrous dark hair out of his face when suddenly he grazed her hand. Oh. As if on cue, the chuckling stopped. Why is my hand close to his hair? <laughs> well, I thought like he was bringing up, like he's oh, okay. standing and you're sitting, yeah. maybe your hands on the table. Gotcha. And you just like brush. Uh oh, <laughs> contact. He did it on purpose. Oh. <laughs> okay. Do you like how we got real defense? <laughs> yeah, I did not know he did that on purpose. <laughs> well, uh, initially I wasn't thinking that, but I mean, mm-hmm. he said, "Dude, they're always looking to touch our hands." <laughs> <laughs> um. As if on cue, the chuckling stopped as they stared deep into each other's eyes. My shift's going to end at 11, he said. Is it? Megan replied innocently, covertly silencing the alarm she had programmed into her phone for 11 a.m. on the dot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're doing today, but I was thinking of checking out this cool spot over on Main if you wanted to come. Megan considered this. Oh, well, uh, let me just check my calendar. Megan turned to her newly organized desktop and pulled up her calendar, knowing perfectly well what was on it. Nothing. No. (laughs) JK, she had a job interview. Not a dream job or anything, but it paid decently, and she was almost guaranteed to receive an offer. But you win. In all caps. Wow. She had been waiting for this moment for what seemed like years, though in reality it was only about two weeks. What should Megan do? 
Um, Megan goes for coffee with, wait, is that what he invited me to? Coffee? He invited you to a cool spot over on Main. He, I, Megan goes to the cool spot over on Main and then dies. Is that the option? <laughs> I, so I didn't die. end up doing okay. that. So, so just choose not what going, you want. I'm not going to In a consequence-free world. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There are um, consequences. <laughs> so, okay. So how, uh, we probably should have talked about this before, but how should we do this? Because we want to give like what the other one was still. Should we go? Right. Yeah, we'll go back. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. If you chose Ewan, <laughs> congratulations. You're a risk taker who enjoys being poor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what? Sure, Megan said, closing her calendar. She could reschedule the interview. And if not, well, Ewan, in all caps. Nice. <laughs> Great, he said, throwing off his apron and grabbing the leather jacket hanging on the coat rack beside him. I don't hate it, Megan thought to herself, appreciating the tailoring. Nice. In parentheses, I put, hugging his curves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I like to speak of men the way we usually speak of women. Um, I think if men have curves... Usually that's not that's a good not thing. good, yeah. <laughs> um, they exited the coffee shop, Megan in a state of sheer bliss. Oh. I can drive, he said. Great, she's saying, looking around for his car. Here we are, he said, motioning to a bird electric ride-sharing scooter. Have you heard of those? No, I have not. So they're taking, like, over the west side. Really? Yeah, and it's basically, like, you just can leave it anywhere. And then it's, you know, electronic, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you just, like, pick it up from wherever someone else leaves it, and you take it wherever you want to go. And then someone else picks it up. And they're scooters. You stand on them. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. This they're is going downhill. They're scooters. Going downhill quick. Sorry. <laughs> I mean with you and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, we went tangent. Tangential. Um, oh, one of those, Megan said, trying to hide her disappointment. True Hop life. on. Ewan jumped onto the scooter, motioning for Megan to step on the extra three inches of space behind him. She clumsily situated herself. I have a laptop bag. Of course I'm clumsy <laughs> on a scooter. Yeah. Mm. Well, in this scenario, since you are just throwing caution to the wind, you just leave your laptop bag in the coffee gotcha. shop. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Ready, he asked. Ready, she said reluctantly. And off they went, scooting the mile and a half to Main Street, which took about 30 minutes due to the extra weight and the fact that Megan kept falling off every couple of blocks. We could walk faster than this, she bellowed cheerily after her fourth fall. She was determined to stay positive. This was Ewan we were talking about. Finally, they had reached their destination. Here we are, Ewan proclaimed, dropping the scooter in the middle of the road and walking forward determinedly <laughs> yeah. as an oncoming car honked loudly and swerved oh, no! to avoid crushing it. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't Okay, he doesn't die. Yeah. <clears throat> Megan looked around. Ewan had dropped them in the middle of a neighborhood of not-so-nice-looking houses. Where exactly are we supposed to be, she asked, doubtful. Right here, he said, pointing to a particularly decrepit house. It's been abandoned. Oh, no. Oh, uh, when you said cool spot, I thought you meant a cafe or a bar or something. Yep. You know, in that stretch of Maine where all the shops and people are, <laughs> she uttered nervously. He's an artist, isn't he? Sure. <sighs> You'll find out more soon. Okay. Yeah, no, I meant this, he said, motioning to the house again. It's supposed to be haunted. Apparently, the ghost of this Victorian woman started a fire and drove the last family out 10 years ago. Nice. Huh. Megan croaked, increasingly, growing increasingly nervous. So I, I'm not performing the adjectives I described for you, but whatever. 
Well, it's always good to learn about history. Her positivity was fading. I'm not much for haunted houses, though. She took a step back. Ewan took note of her frightened expression. Oh, I'm sorry, he said, genuinely apologetic. I didn't mean to freak you out. I just, you know how I'm a filmmaker. Sure, Megan replied confidently, mm -hmm. although in the two weeks that she had known him, he had never claimed to be a filmmaker. Actor, podcaster, sommelier, sure, <laughs> but not a filmmaker. Nice. <laughs> well, I like to scout locations. I don't actually believe that it's haunted. I just like the mystery behind it, you know? Tell you what, let's take a quick look inside, and then we'll go to that cafe. I hear scary experiences bring people closer together, you know. Wink, wink. Okay. He flashed a smile at her and looked deep into her eyes. Should Megan go outside the house or GTF out of there? <laughs> um, I'm going. I'm leaving. You're going? I'm leaving. Oh, you're leaving. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do not like you in at this point. <laughs> not enough to go into a haunted house. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if you chose to leave, congrats. You have once again proven... Or <laughs> once again. So if you had chosen the responsible option before, gotcha. you would have once again proven. Okay. But this time you've proven to be a responsible such boring person who will oh. never find love. Oh, no. <laughs> well, if it's with you and then I don't want it. <laughs> Good for you, Megan. Good for you. Thank you. I'd rather be alone than with you. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I totally forgot. I have a job interview. I should get going if I don't want to be late, Megan said, backing away slowly. Mm-hmm. And grabbing that ride chair scooter. Yeah. <laughs> Your loss, Evan squawked. <laughs> Calm it down. Okay. See you around the coffee shop, I guess. <laughs> yeah, see you around, Megan said hesitantly. As she watched him walk into the house, she wondered if she had just made the biggest mistake of her life. Oh, no. Wondering what could have been, Megan slowly turned to go, but quickly spotted something in the second floor window. Mm -mm. Was that... A woman? Megan thought to herself. A very pale woman, wearing a long white dress and a veil over her face. Not good. Not good, no. No, Megan thought. It can't be a ghost. It's probably some crazy woman who's squatting there. But what if she hurts Ewan? Her mind raced. She ran up to the door and swung it open, right off its hinges. <laughs> it mm. fell to the floor, nearly collapsing one of the floorboards beneath it. She looked inside. No sign of her adorable barista. Oh, dear. Ewan? She shouted. No answer. Damn it, she thought to herself. Megan took her phone out of her pocket and dialed 911. 911, what's your emergency? In the interest of time, we're going to skip over this part. This is what I actually wrote. But in a nutshell, they didn't take her too seriously. Okay. <laughs> so what should Megan do? Wait for a 911, which could take hours. Wow. Or go into the house herself. Go into the house, Megan. I want you to go into <laughs> Oh, I'm going into the house, but I also want to know why it's going to take hours for 911 to come. Because they didn't take you seriously when now, you told them there was a ghost. I just have to say, wait, but I didn't think it was a ghost. I thought I said it. I should have said it was a crazy woman. Yeah, you were just, you know, kind of scrambling, yeah, right. and they were like, this is... So, I thought that if you place a call to 911, mm -hmm. they have to send someone to check it out, even if it's a prank call. They could, but there have been cases where they took hours to get... Mm. Even if it was, like, a that big makes deal. Sense. All right, back to the story. All right. Let's get back. I'm going in the house. So, you're... Okay. Oh, yeah. Good choice, Megan. Thank you. If you chose to go into the house, congratulations. I finally manipulated you into oh. making a classic, dumb horror movie decision. Uh, see? Horror. Horror movie character decision. Uh, Megan slowly walked into the house and was hit with the potent aroma of must and cigarettes. A winning combo, she thought wryly to herself. Oh. And then called out again. Ewan? 
You in here? A creak. Megan stopped. Idiot. You basically announced your presence to the crazy squatter, she thought to herself. She remained frozen for a few seconds, listening for another sound, but she was only met with silence. Well, it's an old house, she thought. Probably just settling. In fact, there's probably nothing at all in here. I imagine the woman. And Ewan's just hiding in a closet or something and is going to pop out at me at any second as a joke. Nothing at all to worry about. Another creak. Or it is a ghost, she thought. <laughs> or a serial killer. That's more likely. A serial killer lives here and waits for idiots who are scouting movie locations to waltz in here and then murders them. Yep. Oh, God. Megan turned to leave when it suddenly a voice sounded in her ear. Oh, no. A voice so close, it felt as if it were inside her own head. Nope. Hi, it said. <laughs> Megan whipped around and found the veiled woman standing before her, Ooh. blocking her path to the doorway. The woman was even more ghastly looking up close. She took a step toward Megan, who jumped back. Don't come any closer, Megan shouted. Or what? The woman smiled horribly, revealing rotten teeth. Oh, no. I'll, I'll, I know jujitsu, Megan declared, voice shaking. The woman raised her brow, apparently doubtful. That's a lie, Megan conceded. But I do yoga! <laughs> nice. In fact, she just did it today. I did. None of that will work on a ghost, my dear, <laughs> the woman said, taking another step forward. The floorboards creaked beneath her. No. Megan took notice. Wait. The wheels began to turn in Megan's mind. She looked past the woman at the weakened floorboard and the door lying on top of it. She then looked at the woman. If you're a ghost, why is the floor creaking beneath you? Is it you in? Sorry, keep going. <laughs> the woman paused. Megan acted quickly. She glanced around for the most intact piece of furniture she could <laughs> find. An end table and picked it up. Then threw it onto the floor in front of the woman. <laughs> Wait, the woman cried. Too late, the floor collapsed beneath her, oh, sending gosh. up a cloud of dust. Oh, no. Megan, coughing, struggled to make her way outside when a sound stopped her dead. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Megan turned and looked through the hole in the floor to find the woman lying on a mattress, the floor down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good. An old mattress. Okay. You bruised my tailbone. Are you crazy or something? The woman exclaimed. What? You attacked me, Megan replied. I was just trying to scare you. I've lived here for the last three years. It's how I keep people out, the woman expositioned. Oops, Megan sheepishly replied. What was that? Ewan ran into the room. Hey, you came back. <laughs> uh, where have you Seemingly been, Seemingly from Ewan? another location inside the house. Yeah. Yeah, Megan gestured toward the hole in the floor. Ewan looked through it and gasped. Is that the ghost? Yes, he Ewan. Shocked. Megan closed her eyes and shook her head. <laughs> Can someone call me an ambulance? The woman called out. On it, Megan said, taking out her phone. <laughs> and uh, the conclusion of that is an ambulance arrived, along with the police. Apparently, the woman is an aspiring actress named Vanessa. She and Ewan ended up hitting it off. <laughs> Needless uh. to say, it's not going to work out between you two at the end. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> nice. Um, so lead me to the other paths. So the first if one, if I decided to take the job, if you had chosen, yeah, the job interview, congrats, you made the responsible choice and will probably die alone. That's what I did every time you just the responsible answer. Nice. I wish I could. I just, I have this interview today and I really can't miss it. She said apologetic, apologetically, no worries. Next time he flashed her another smile, then threw off his apron, which landed on Alan, the barista behind the counter. Every time he muttered it to himself before ripping the apron off his head and throwing it to the floor. Ewan grabbed the leather jacket hanging on the coat rack next to him and threw it on. 
Of course it fits perfectly, Megan thought to herself. <laughs> then, much to her dismay, he sidled up to a cute blonde sitting at another table. <gasps> Megan observed as they exchanged about ten seconds of conversation, then observed some more as the blonde promptly got up and followed Ewan out of the coffee shop. Nope. I think he took my jacket, another female customer said. <laughs> I just made him real yeah. feminine. Right decision, Megan thought to herself. The good news is, you got the job! Nice. <laughs> so that's what happened. That's it? Ewan showed his true colors oh, very quickly. Okay. okay. It's, I, I didn't really, like, go off yeah. into another parallel world okay. much. Gotcha. Um, so, um... The second one should Megan, the first should Megan go inside the house. Mm -hmm. If you decided to go in, Mm -hmm. congrats. You have once again proven yourself to be a reckless person in the case that you already made a reckless decision once before. I did. Who places the desires of man above her own safety? (laughs) Feminism. Nice. (laughs) Well, okay, Megan acquiesced. She didn't want to come all this way just to give up on you and... Maybe it would be a special experience, something they could talk about in the many years to come. Mm. <laughs> and she didn't want to seem uncool. Ewan smiled. Don't worry, I'll protect you. He led the way to the front door, which by the look of it was only standing by defying the very laws of physics. Ewan grabbed the knocker <laughs> oh dear. and tapped it against the door a few times, then looked back at a confused Megan. Just kidding. He flashed that smile again, then pushed on the door, which opened slowly, emitting a loud creak. They peered inside the dark, dank house. The walls were an ashen gray. Dust and soot covered the charred frames of furniture that were strewn about the floor. Ewan confidently walked inside, then paused, looking back at Megan. Come on, he said, chiding playfully. Hmm. Megan slowly stepped inside. Wait, shh. You hear that? Ewan said. What? Megan's entire body froze. He grinned mischievously. I think they're trying to speak to us. Oh, gross. <laughs> Megan eyed him quizzically, unsure of whether he was joking or not. He's joking. <laughs> then, whoo, Ewan shouted in a ghostly voice, Megan, come play with us, crash! <laughs> Once again, their collective weight had proven to be a disadvantage, as Ewan fell clear through the weakened floorboards. <laughs> Megan jumped back instinctively. Oh my god, she exclaimed, trying to peer through the cloud of dust that had taken Ewan's place. Ewan, are you okay? She shouted frantically. A grunt. Finally, the dust cleared and Megan found where Ewan had landed, on an old mattress, a floor below, seemingly uninjured. I think I'm okay, he wheezed. Ewan looked around, taking in his new surroundings, and came face to face with a human skull lying on the mattress next to him. He screamed, Megan screamed, and then she called an ambulance. Oh. (laughs) Ewan will be okay, the idiot. But this scary experience did not bring you closer together. (laughs) I don't think so. Oh, man. So, um... And he didn't then, hit it off with the ambulance driver? No. <laughs> there were themes I could have repeated, but I did not. Um, and then the third one, if you chose not to go into the house for a second time. Okay. I put, no house? Yeah, fuck that guy. After what seemed like days, but was only an hour and 13 minutes, still pretty long to wait for an emergency, the police arrived to find you in smoking pot in the second floor bedroom with the supposed <laughs> ghost of the Victorian woman. Oh, gosh. Vanessa, a squatter who lived inside the house. So if you had chosen that, that would have, like, yeah. showed my hand. Gotcha. <laughs> well, we chose the right path then. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So that's my five-page story. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. <laughs>
No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you like it? I did. So how many choose your own adventure stories have you read in your lifetime? Oh, I don't know. A couple? Yeah, yeah. Maybe read one. Mm-hmm. Is the congratulations, you're a blah, blah, blah part of it? Because if so, I did not know that. No, I did that myself. Okay. I don't, it could be, but. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I just kind of. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Great little pat on the back or not, depending on your choice. I think you made the right decisions. I mean, you have to go with you in the beginning. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you got to make the adventurous choice first. Yeah. And then you held yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And then... And then... You gave in to the inevitability... Yeah. ...of that haunted house. <laughs> cool. Got to go into the house. And here's where we would break for our ad if we were sponsored. And it's on... I've decided, oh, do I want to reveal this? Okay, I'm going to. If uh, if anyone hears this and steals it from me, I'm just going to copyright it right now. Poor man's copyright okay. is podcasting an idea. Yeah. Lip gloss. You leave it in your car and it melts in the heat because it's on its side all the time. Am I right? <laughs> That's not why it melts. <laughs> Okay, it melts because of the sun and the heat, yeah. but it's on its side, so it all melts sideways, and then you take the cap off, and then it like, all falls out, and if it melts again, it spills everywhere. Mm-hmm. What if you had just a little lip gloss holder so it could always stand upright? And maybe, maybe we could even add, like, proprietary, just run that in there, proprietary cooling technology that does not actually need power to cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay yeah, like solar powered idea. cooling technology oh my gosh yes april beautiful <laughs> it's powered by heat uh-huh. <laughs> i would say you should expand that to other things that you want to stand Cold? as well like other oh. small things like not just for your lip gloss like one celery stick i mean it could be like all makeup products oh yeah or yeah like it would have to expand because like say you had lipstick but that's bigger than lip gloss, mm-hmm. so it could expand her. Mm-hmm. All right, you all hate me, so let's start with my story. <laughs> Funnily enough, April. This is so cute. I know my cat, my cat Rambo is sitting on the, sitting on the windowsill beside us. Anyways, I also did not title my story, but I did title the document "Choose Your Own Adventure." Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's a normal Saturday morning. Your alarm goes off for an early exercise class, and with zero hesitation... Oh, you put it in like a... Yes. Second person? Second person? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, so your alarm goes off for an early exercise class, and with zero hesitation, you hit the snooze button and sleep in. Around 11 a.m., you manage to pull yourself out of bed, turn on the electric coffee maker, and look in your fridge for food. There's one egg and a very old lemon that looks like a lime. So, except for the electric coffee maker, this is me to a T. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, I'll explain this in a moment. <clears throat> the next line is, you decide to go to the grocery store because April, you say to yourself, you are an adult. <laughs> and I would just like to say, April is going to feel akin to a lot of this, mm-hmm. but also, I am definitely also basing this on myself. Okay. So, please do not read into any of these details. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much all. And I would ask you to please do read into the details that I could show you. (laughs) All right, then. Um, You're an adult is pretty much all the self-encouragement you need. You throw a coat over the clothes you slept in. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do that all the time. And head to Ralph's. 
because I know you shop there. <laughs> so you're there pondering which type of Doritos you're going to get because adults can eat chips anytime that they want. When suddenly a young man is standing beside you, handing you a tiny piece of paper. I just had to give you my number. He says, you're gorgeous. <laughs> you look down at your baggy coat and sweatpants. You this is the part that's not me, by the way. <laughs> this is the part that is me right here. You look down at your baggy coat and sweatpants. You can't remember if you brushed your teeth before leaving the house. You be- <laughs> you be- I definitely didn't. <laughs> yeah. Me neither, sadly. You begin to say, thank you. But by the time you look back up, he's gone. You shove the paper in your pocket, finish shopping, and head this home. This is another ghost story. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop interrupting you now. <laughs> it's not a ghost story? I said, this is another ghost story. Oh, he's dead. Once you're home, do you A, text him, or B, call him? <laughs> yeah. How did I know you were going to do that? I <laughs> mouthed it at you. Did you see she that? She did. She legit, as I was speaking, mouthed call him. Um, so you can't get out of it, basically. Okay. It's no which way about it. Talk me through this decision. Because honestly, I think that's a hard I decision. I both of them. I know. But if you call and he doesn't answer, that means you don't have to talk to him. Mm-hmm. But if you text... Well, I <gasps> I hate texting more than anything. I mm-hmm. think it's really stupid. And oh. I hate having conversations over text. Uh-huh. Like, if you want to send me a little something, like a funny link, cool. Yeah. You know, if we want to be like, hey, what are the plans? Right. Cool. But unless... What we are saying is absolutely hilarious mm-hmm. <laughs> or extremely entertaining. Which has happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened with you, Megan. It's it not with men. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just don't want to be bothered. Yeah. 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 I'm going to call him. She's going to call him, which is the choice I was going to bully you into making. <laughs> you you were already like, yeah, convincing me. <laughs> so you decide to call him. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) You dial the number, but you don't press call. Then you decide to clean the house because, you know, it's really been a while. Mm -hmm. Then you press call, pretending like maybe it was an accident. (laughs) (laughs) But you hope to God he doesn't answer. And he doesn't answer. But now you're faced with an even worse choice. Do you leave a very flustered voicemail or do you hang up? Does the voicemail have to be flustered? Oh, yep. (laughs) <laughs> so how flustered it's a can you give me like an example do it act it out okay so you're on the phone and they're like um hey so uh i was at the grocery store let me back up <laughs> like it could even be like maybe that's what you do or maybe you're just like hey this is um uh but you don't want to tell him your name so then you're like um i saw you the uh <laughs> Uh, call me back bye <laughs> it could be I any feel, of those i'm sweating <laughs> yeah. my hands are clammy i like, still have my coat on while i'm cleaning the apartment <laughs> i don't know why i did that <laughs> like you could go into super detail you might mm-hmm. be babbling for like four minutes and then it cuts you <laughs> off like one of those where you're just like all right so, so i mean i don't really my know mind. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i hope you're having well i don't really know anything about you i have a cat it's cool um i guess have a great day and okay oh yeah i was cut off that's it (laughs) um so either that or what was the other option hang up (laughs) um i'm gonna go with flustered voicemail because that sounds like fun she's making the fun choices people (laughs) uh you leave a voicemail that is not only flustered 
you immediately regret it. Mm-hmm. For three days, nothing happens. Three days. You're simultaneously disappointed, but also very relieved. Mm-hmm. But then three days well, later, yeah. your phone does ring. Mm-hmm. It hasn't ringed once in those three yes. days. <laughs> like, not even a text. Oh, but you know how you thought the second it rings, it's him? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's the police. Oh, no. The guy is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're asked down to the police station. Uh-huh. Why, you ask? You don't know, but you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> uh, let me just put in a little, little um, I mean, I did asterisk a four-minute long voicemail the day he <laughs> yeah. died, probably. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, maybe I'm like the last person to call him. I don't really know. But mm-hmm. asterisk, you don't have to go to the police station. Let's just say that right now. Mm. Unless they make you, mm-hmm. which they shouldn't in this case. Anyways, the officer who meets you leads you to an interrogation room, explaining that when they checked the victim's phone, the victim, so there's foul play, mm. he heard your message. <laughs> it seems like this might be evidence against you, and you start to get a little nervous. But he says that your message made him smile, and he had to meet you. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Way oh. to abuse your power. Yeah, fine. <laughs> April loves what's happening now. <laughs> Do you, A, slap him in the face, or B, lecture him on the appropriate scenario in which to ask a woman on a date? Oh, so there's no, like... No, you're not going to play along with this. Go with it. Yeah. I'm going to slap him in the face. She's slapping him <laughs> in the face. You slap him in the face, receive a modest fine for assaulting a police officer. You provide your own defense in this case, in this trial, and the judge waves it. The end. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Officer Holden, this has happened too many times. <laughs> you are in contempt of court. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, you can go. I'm so sorry. And here is $50 from my own pocket yeah. for you. Well, I appreciate that, judge. Yeah. So, the same wavelength. <clears throat> so go back through the. Let's. I just, let's just back the up step by step. In my throat. <laughs> well, that's weird. <laughs> okay. So instead of slapping him in the face, if you lectured him on the appropriate scenario to ask a woman on a date, so you start to lecture him, and with every word you can feel the anger rising to your cheeks. Furthermore, you say you do not ask a woman on a date after tricking her into meeting you in the first place. The officer thinks you're adorable. You're in the middle of explaining how a real man wouldn't make a woman think she was a suspect when he leaves the room and moments later returns with two coffee cups. He sets him down, and after you lecture yourself calm, you find yourself drinking coffee and discussing life goals, pets, and love. <laughs> you start and dating. little do I know that he roofied my coffee. No! You start dating several months later. He <laughs> makes you feel protected, and you inspire him to be better. And then you get married, man. <laughs> Terrible. I think that is the worst ending that I wrote. Um, uh, let's see. Okay. So do you leave a very flustered voicemail or do you hang up? Yeah. What happens if you, you hang, hang up? So yeah. if you hang up, you hop in the shower, which means moments later when your phone does ring, you miss his call because he is calling you back there. Mm. But you never check your call history, which means you have a standing alert for several dozen missed calls. So, like, you just always have that alert thing that's like, you have a missed call. And you're like, you don't notice this new one. Nothing happens for three days. And then three days later, your phone rings and it's the police. The guy is missing and you are the last number he called. And $50,000 was just transferred into your bank account. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Now, this is an unorthodox choice because it's not an action. You just get to decide where the story goes. Is the money legitimate or illegitimate? Well, 
So by legitimate, like a relative died and I just got 50,000 in the bank. Exactly. So, <laughs> yep. Is that what you wrote? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh my two God. for two. Yep. Uh, it was an inheritance from an agent aunt. And then oh. you take a trip to Cabo. Nice. But if it's illegitimate. Let's go illegitimate. You're arrested and held on $50,000 bail. The 50K is from a recent job you did as part of a local car thieving ring. And before the day is over, the boss comes and bails you out. The cops realize that when you said, call me back or not. Oh, so this is actually footage, footage, audio from your voicemail. Mm -hmm. Call me back or not. I don't really care. Uh, Dead. (laughs) But the uh, dead is, I wish I was dead. (laughs) So... They kind of they kind of mumble there, and they're like, she's threatening his life. She's threatening to kill him. Um, and then they realize you weren't actually threatening his life. You were just unable to perform the normal human task of leaving a succinct and non-self-hate-inducing voicemail. <laughs> Your life as a car thief continues for three years, after which you go clean in the end. <laughs> now. Well, I mean, none of these, these endings are too bad. They're not that bad. They're not, like, tragic it's true. Uh, if you text him instead, so let's say you text him. You text him, hey, this is April from the grocery store. He responds, hey, don't ever do that, men. You just never want to text someone, hey. Oh, yeah. Because then, like, what are you supposed yeah, to do yeah, with that? Yeah. Three minutes pass with nothing further, and you shrug your shoulders and give it up for lost. But then he asks you out for coffee. While on the date, which is at a coffee shop that he recommended... He makes it clear that he doesn't actually like drinking coffee and that green tea is so much better for you. It still has caffeine, but it's detoxifying. (laughs) Um, But you love coffee and also you hate illogical actions. Mm -hmm. So do you silently listen to his opinions, resolving never to see him again, or do you call him an idiot? Um... It's like a tree, man. Each branch has another branch and another branch. We're almost at the end branch. (laughs) Um... Uh, give me the options again. I'm sorry. So do you silently listen to his opinions on coffee and green tea, resolving never to see him again? Or do you call him an idiot? I The first one. Okay. I mean, let's just be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so that one, I mean, you never see him again at the end. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, if you call him an idiot, uh, he's taken aback. He mutters something about how he was just trying to make conversation. And then you're faced with another choice. Do you further insult him or do you apologize? Apologize. Okay. So if you apologize, you're like, that was rude. I'm sorry. I'm just nervous. And he accepts your apology. He's nervous too. You actually have a good conversation for the rest of the date, but even though it's pleasant, you both know it's not going anywhere. You split the bill and head your separate ways. The end. (laughs) Oh! It's the most mundane. (laughs) This is actually the best one. Okay. If you further insult him, you say, you can't even get upset right. When I said, you're an idiot, you should have responded, it takes one to know one. (laughs) The, the dude purses his lips, places a bill on the table, and leaves with affronted dignity. Hmm. You realize several people have noticed this exchange and are looking you askance. You blush. Very small amount of blushing. Then the waiter comes over and hands you a slip of paper, and he says, You're a badass who doesn't give a shit. Call me. Oh. And then you start again. Do you call him or do you text him? Oh, boy. I know. It's a whole loop. Mm-hmm. I like your different scenarios oh. i like how many different scenarios you had i had and the four different possibilities lines, i think yeah i don't know well see with mine i like i realized after i wrote it that i didn't go into like parallel mm-hmm. 
I didn't like explore the parallel universe option much. Yeah. I mean, I just had, I had one where one paragraph has you as a car thief, which mm-hmm. I thought was stretching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to make her a car thief now <laughs> at the end. <laughs> so yeah. 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 I, I would like to do this again. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. A recurring theme. Mm-hmm. Choose your own adventure. I like yeah, that. Maybe like quarterly. Yes. What's a quarter? Three months. Yep. You're right. <laughs> it is. Every three months. Yeah. How? That was fun. What should we do now? Should we answer I have an idea. calls? <laughs> yeah. Any, call, and, let me check my phone. Let's call people. <laughs> Hi. What do you have to say about Helpless Writers? I do have an idea. Yeah. What if we do a little goal sharing session at the end of this week of like something oh. we want to accomplish this coming week? That's cool. And then it'll be like the whole world has heard it, even though you won't for at least several weeks. And by then it will be too late. But we can pretend. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Okay. All right. Here's my goal. My goal is to read the book or reread since I've read it once before. Kristen Lovren's Daughter by Sigrid Undset, who won the Nobel Prize for Literature in the 40s, I think. It's hey. a beautiful book. What's it about? Um, Kristen Lovren's Daughter? It, so it's set kind of in the medieval times. Uh-huh. And what I most remember about the plot is there is this woman who is... Um, I don't know. I don't think she's the daughter of a king, but she's like very high up in their society. And she, I think she's betrothed to someone who she doesn't really love. And she ends up sleeping with another man. And this is like the time period where there was that tradition of like on your wedding night, your parents would like come in and see if the, if the sheets were bloody to make sure you were a virgin. Yeah. So like this is all going on, but it, it delves into her psyche once she's done that. And then like her feelings towards this man who is not really the best man. Like he's kind of a blackguard from what I remember. Um, I don't know. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's very beautiful. I, it affected me deeply. So I'm rereading that. And wow. it's, an, it's my sort of added goal. So far, I have read almost a book a week this year. So I'm trying to keep wow, that up. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. I bought a bedside lamp and it's changed my life. <laughs> I would never read. I'd only uh-huh. watch TV because I was like, I want to get up and turn off the yeah. light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hmm. What you got, April? Um, well, I'm not reading, but I'm going through... Um, I'm not going to disclose why. Well, maybe I just want to better myself and refresh. But uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm uh, going back through algebra and geometry and um, cool. math basics. Wow. Like, you know, high school math. Yeah. Um, I got some books. That's pretty and, sweet. Uh, I'm going through that. Yeah. I liked algebra. Yeah, I really liked algebra. And I liked trick. Geometry was okay. Geometry was so hard for me. It's not, it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. I do have a lot of help. That was long division. Learning that was a challenge for me. And then geometry. Okay. This is getting boring. (laughs) So. And it's on. Oh my gosh. What if we could have the computer read our, uh, our stories? Can we? <laughs> I'm like, what button do you press? All right, let's figure that out for the next episode. Can we? Oh my gosh, she's Irish. 
cops realize that when you said, call me back, or not, I really don't care. I wish I was dead in your message. Oh my gosh. We have to write something for that. Oh, please. (laughs) Yes, like, ooh, that could be our next prompt. Stories prompt. (laughs) I just left the T off of prompt. prompt. (laughs) Next prompt. Our, our, <laughs> Megan just stroked out of it and uh, she's back. Also, also, if you leave the T off of next and prompt, then it's just next prompt. <laughs> Which is what April said when she was making fun of me. And that made me laugh. Okay. Um, our next prompt could be write a story written by a robot and then we could have our computers read it or let's have our computers read like a line or two and then we can read them that's really funny right yeah oh my gosh i already know what i want to write i already know what i want to write (laughs) and you know what if you want to write one even if it's not for the next episode if you write it and email it to us we will have our robots read it Mm mm-hmm and you can tell us which accent you want it to have. Can yeah. you can you I think you can. I think I must have chosen the Irish accent. Uh-huh. Is it I still would reading? like mine to be a Russian robot. Oh, she stopped reading. I bet you could do it. I didn't know I could do that. Well, I'm gonna have to look. Yeah, we're gonna have to So I think that's it. Yeah. My dad will already think this is too long. He won't get to this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thanks for listening. We had thanks. fun. Yeah. We hope you had fun. Mm-hmm. And what's my sign? I'm not going to help you. I out shall here. go. <laughs> I shall go into the West. I and think remain. we should retire that. Yeah, it's it's too much, and I always forget. <clears throat> Peace. Well, no. Okay. We we do have to have a goodbye. What should our goodbye be? Let's develop that right now. <laughs> what if it's like? Or you out. know, like the cat posters where they're hanging from a cliff, and it's yeah. like, don't give Hang. up. Yeah, don't give up. Hang in there. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> oh. You're like, hang in don't there. Don't hang in there. Don't. <laughs> just let go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just let go. I think that's great. Just let go. Just let go. No. It's really? Well, yeah. Like, if you're holding on to something, then let go, guys. Should we have a different saying every week? Let's do that, yes. Because I, I don't know if I'm going to love just let go yeah. forever. No, we're not going to. Yeah. Like, just like go, except if you found love, hold on to it mm-hmm. as tightly as possible and, you know, kill anyone who tries to take it. <laughs> no, no I harsh? say whatever you're holding on to, <laughs> whatever it is, go. let it go. Let it go. Literally, let it go. metaphorically, let it go. Yep. That steering wheel, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> a goodbye. A goodbye. Bye. Bye.